Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin', playing with yeah, the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the Cats, how rescue turn them both to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the opponent, we can't toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District's special bonus episode. This is the Washington Capitals preview of the season. I'm Nathan Perry. Here with me is the Stoner. What's up, Nathan? I, I said I was going to uh, look up the Caps when they play tomorrow, and I didn't. So I'm going to do that right now. You should do that. Trevor may or may not be joining us. He's taking care of some personal stuff. Uh, but we do got a great show planned out for this Caps uh, pre, you know, our, our preview show for the Caps season. Uh, we've got a couple of guests lined up here. We've got Johnny Cakes Auville from 106.7, the Sports Junkies. He'll be coming on first. And then we'll have Sammy Silber, editor-in-chief of Washington Hockey Now, coming on later as well. Uh, all just talking about the the Washington Capitals. So for those who've been following us more recently, you know us as you know you know more of the Washington football team. But we are a mm-hmm. DC sports podcast. We like to talk about all the DC sports casts. So we decided to do a special bonus episode before the Capital season. We're actually going to do one next week for yep. the Washington Wizards pre uh, uh, preview se- preview before their season as well. We'll yep, still be yep. live tomorrow, so you got to catch us tomorrow, 7 p.m. on all of our platforms. That's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, and, of course, our audio platforms as well. Whether or not you listen to us on Apple, Amazon, Google, or Spotify, you can catch us there. Just make sure that you like, listen, and subscribe. That's how we, that's how we earn our living is by all of those, right? That's how we get paid. <laughs> we, we all get paid we, equally too, right? Yeah, we all get paid paid a a big fat zero. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Sarah is watching from Canada. Thanks, Sarah, for joining us. Of course, our Canadians love the hockey, so I'm not surprised that they would be uh, watching. What's up, uh, eh? You know, Sarah is an American living in Canada. I would love for her to answer this question, though. When is the last time a Canadian team has won the Stanley Cup? Oh, that's a good question. Do you know the answer, or are you just throwing that out there? Like, don't it's you have to know sh- the answer? It's a little shade as well. It's just some <laughs> shade. I don't have yeah. the answer handy. EP's in the chat. Thanks for watching us. Uh, uh, yeah, that's but, a, that's uh, a good question. I don't know that I can really think of the last time. I mean, Montreal won a lot in the seventies. I know it's been a long time for Toronto. And who else you got? You got uh, Vancouver. You've got. I don't know, Help me out here, Nathan. Come on, I'm it's losing all my minute. Canadian. It's been uh... a hot minute. It's one. Of, <laughs> it's one of the biggest things. That's uh, 1993. Oh, okay. Is, is the is guess Montreal. here from Sarah Montreal? Is uh, is her guess? Uh, I'm not going to fact check her. We'll just keep it. If you're listening and you want to give us a guess, go ahead and comment in there as well. We'll look it up. Uh, oh yeah, Ottawa. The, the the Senators is another team. Can't forget the Senators. Yeah, my bad. I'm losing a little bit of my um, my hockey. Your, your credibility, man. My credibility of the hockey. Yeah, I don't pay too much attention to the uh, Canadian teams. Sorry, eh? I just don't. <laughs> That's perfectly Canadian <laughs> to say sorry and sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Sorry, uh, eh? We're not really sorry because we're not talking about those Canadian teams today. We're going to be talking no. about the Capitals and what they have coming this year you know, you're wearing the 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 championship hat. You're, you're you've got that. You're sporting that today. Yep, that feels a lot longer than three years ago. Yeah, it does. It does because literally the last time they've done anything in the playoffs was that year. They haven't done anything since. They've been knocked out very early every time. So it's been a little bit sad the last couple of years. But we still have a little bit of that Stanley Cup leftover uh, I don't honeymoon, if you want to call it. Whatever happens, we can always say we're the champs in 2018. So pretty happy about that. Can't take that away from us. No, no, you cannot. No 
And you can't take that away from our first guest who's joining us right now. It is Johnny Cakes Auville from 106.7, the sports junkie, 106.7, the fan, the sports junkies here. Thanks, Cakes, for joining us today. We're going to make you the the large person here. We're going to make you give you that that special (laughs) special zone here. Uh, I was told you might be wearing some bling for us today. Yeah, I've, uh, I mean, like like we've talked about on the junks for a couple of years now, we do we certainly do not deserve oh, these. Oh, that's uh, silly. The Capitals were uh, gracious enough to gift us these Stanley Cup rings. I mean, I'll take it off and, and model it. Um, this is amazing. I mean, for you know, it's got my name right there. It's got the name. It's personalized right. too. Wow. So it's got. It's got a. Uh, Oh yeah, it's good. Oh man, that's that certainly a, beats Stoner's hat. That certainly beats Stoner's. <laughs> that's what hat. I got. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, we can't thank the you know Ted Leonsis and Monumental Sports and the Caps. I mean, we have no business with these rings, even though we like to joke <laughs> on the show that we are Stanley Cup champions because we have rings. That's right, <laughs> and World Series champions. We're World Series champs. So thanks also to the Nats for, uh, you know, that our broadcast partners are amazing. Um, we're happy to have the caps uh, as part of 1067 the fan and we've developed a good relationship with with uh, you know their their front office people um we've had players on the show coaches on the show over over the years and uh, it's been a great relationship uh, over the past few years and we're happy to continue it going forward and uh, you know again we do not deserve these but this is something that's you know, it's, it's amazing and it's very special to me as for you know for being a Caps fan since I was a little kid. You know, like if you told me when I was a ten year old at the Caps Center, you know, back in nineteen eighty or eighty one, mm-hmm. uh, that at some point the Caps would eat, would eventually win a Stanley Cup and that I'd be lucky enough to get a Stanley Cup ring as a memento as a you know just a I'll never forget it anyway. But but this you know crystallizes it and um it's a really nice gesture by the team so we're all when do you have them when do you expect to get the uh wizards ring to (laughs) add to the collection (laughs) well that that might take a while uh i mean look we you know we grew up as we've all been here i'm guessing you guys have been here forever too like we went through a long streak there without any titles and we uh, i consider us you know fortunate and lucky to have the caps run in 2018 and then the nats to do what they did to win the world series the following year in 2019 so asking for a wizard's ring soon is a, i think it's a little <laughs> greedy but i would love to, to get one at one point or see the, you know more importantly see the team you know get to a level where where they'd be competing for nba titles you know they have they've been I would call them mediocre, but that would be an, an insult to mediocrity for the past. What is it? They've gone for 40 50, years, basically 50 years without winning yeah. 50 games. Like yeah. maybe not quite 50, but like since the late seventies, since they won their, it's been a hot their NBA title. So hopefully they can, you know, Tommy Shepard and company get that thing on the right track and uh, are able to attract talent here and build around Beal or if Beal's not the long-term answer then get as good a package as you can for Beal and press the reset button you know yeah for sure well before we get too much into the caps uh we did want to talk about I'm not going to make you do what you I know you absolutely loathe telling the junkie story that's JP's job right we're not going to make you do that right but I mean 25 years in this market basically talking sports with your boys I mean, did you ever see that when you first started this thing, that that was going to be your the way you made a living, the way you raised your family? No, is it, that was, you know, it was like it was an impossible dream when we first started, because, I mean, like I said, I won't like you said, I won't give the whole origin story. But when yeah. we first started, we were just we were doing it mainly as a hobby. I mean, we weren't getting paid any real money. We were basically getting paid gas money to do the shows on the weekends uh, at at WJFK at that point. And, um, you know, we've, we've been fortunate. We've worked at it. Uh, we've had good breaks along the way to, to help get us and propel us to where we are today. But I mean, if you asked me back in 1996, would we still be doing this in 2021 and beyond? 
I would have said, I, I hope that we're still doing it. Right. I hope we can carve a career out of it. Um, I probably wouldn't have bet on it. I don't think it's a safe bet, but <laughs> no um, parlay for that one. No parlay. Yeah. That's, that's one where you just look at, it, you're like the, that's the odds on this one coming through are very long. Yeah. And very slim. But I mean, we, we also have to thank, you know, the, just the, the people in this area who've, who've stuck with us, you know, from the beginning. I mean, we have some people who, you know, that they, they'll come up to us at, you know, when we used to do appearances pre COVID uh, that mm -hmm. would say, Hey, I was listening to you guys when I was in sixth grade and now like they have kids or they're, you know, finishing college or, you know, like, or, you know, people have introduced their younger kids to our show. So that's cool to see that, you know, like, you know, we'll see screenshots of people that are watching on NBC Sports Washington. They'll watch the simulcast and they've got their kid like plopped down in a high chair, yeah. like, yeah. You know, like a two year old, like a toddler watching, you know, indoctrinating they, it's the, laugh, the but it's, it's cool. It's, <laughs> we think that's a cool thing that that people are, you know, they've, they haven't gotten sick of us after 25 years <laughs> that that they've made us a part of, you know, their their daily hell commute in and out of DC or, you know, Northern Virginia, wherever it is that, that people work. Well, I, uh, I have limited uh, stoner on some of his gushing here. Cause when we had EB on a few weeks ago, he, he spent five minutes just gushing about the, the junkies. He's, he's the one EB talked about having listened to every show since 2007, all the podcasts since every single one, and every single podcast ever. I mean, Put out. I've listened a, to every single it's one. It's a very small subset of people like Stoner that do that, but like, you know, another that's guy that's similar is that like he's a a fringe show character is Chris Farley from Pacers Running Stores, who's yeah, yeah. He's a great story himself. Where you know, like he's a local guy. He's built a you know, a, a sponsors our show for the record. Yeah, he's built like a running empire here in the D.C. area. He's built his brand. Like he's a dude that he doesn't miss anything. Every podcast he listens to. Yeah. Any bonus content like the the, the pen fed podcast to go up the, anything extra, like that, you guys are like the point zero zero one percent of the people that that consume everything everything that we put out and that's great and we know that it's, it's a small maniacal like lunatic fringe but we love them <laughs> we love right. them all we love you Stoner <laughs> for doing that I appreciate that um, yeah. He, he, Nathan kind of said it, said it in passing there, but uh, Chris Farley and Pacers Running, they are now sponsoring Ref the District. Oh, they're that's now all. a sponsor for Ref the District. And to be to be honest, what Chris Farley said when I reached out to him is he said, hey, anybody who loves the junkies as much as I do, they're good in my book. You got a sponsor for your show. So that's awesome. He thinks that's, that's pretty cool, too. I'm, I'm glad he's along for the ride. He's He's a great dude. I mean, he'll, he you know, he'll, he'll bend over backwards for you, do whatever you guys want. And look, you guys, <laughs> you guys share a maniacal obsession with, with Joe. So you guys are <laughs> going right. to go along great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So let's talk a little bit about the caps and let's, you know, we're not going to get too geeky into, into their roster and, and mm -hmm. injuries and all that stuff. But if I remember, if I remember correctly, you may, you might have to correct me on this, but back in 18, when they went down Oh two to Columbus, yeah. And I believe you came in the next day and you said, blow it up, right? You said, it's just time to blow it up. It's trying to time to trade yeah. Ovi and Becky and all. I just, let's start all over. I believe. And then that, they went on that run. Yeah. I believe the quote that, <laughs> that got a lot of run on the show. I said that they're basically like a, a, a corpse floating in the Potomac. <laughs> That's right. That's I right. Said, like, just because it, you know, I mean, you guys are Caps fans. You, you know, the sordid mm. history before winning the cup, oh, all yeah. the, all of the early playoff exits, all of just just getting demonized by the Penguins in the, in the playoffs, and not being mm -hmm. able to vanquish them and get past them, and it just seemed mm -hmm. like they were heading down that that same sort of path. You know, another disappointing playoff exit for a team that just couldn't just couldn't get it all put together for that postseason run. So, yeah, I, I was frustrated, like a lot, a lot of other Caps yeah. fans, they went down zero two to to CBJ, and I I just. I saw them losing like in four or five games and I was in a, a, a sad, dark place <laughs> yeah. after that second loss. Yeah. Um, you know, we all know the story. They rallied and were able to battle back and beat Columbus and, you know, the, the massive win against the Penguins. And that hmm. my, my one regret about that, that entire run was because I went to, 
I went to the game where they spanked Vegas at Capital One. I believe okay. that was game was that game three or four. I can't. Yeah, one of those. I remember that because we were actually you were inside. I, my yeah. wife and I, we were outside in that mass of humanity that was watching yeah. on the. I, mean, I was lucky. The arena cool tickets. The the I mean, yeah. the crowd was amazing. It was super electric. Plus, the Caps just gave them the beatdown. Um, and I was this close to going to, to booking a trip to Vegas. Yeah. I, was this, I had I had like the Southwest screen up. I had the tickets up. I was about to book a hotel. And then, I, then it just and I, I'm, I'm pissed that I did this. And then in yeah. the back of my brain, it was, it was, do I really want to spend five grand to go out and watch the Caps lose in Vegas? Do, do yeah. I want that? But I should, I should have just trusted my the gamble. You should have made, yeah. Yeah, that's a gamble I should have took because I was going to bring my daughter. She's a mega Caps fan, mm. and you know that that's something that you know. I don't care. I don't care about her missing school for a day or two. If, <laughs> right, if you're gonna watch right. Caps so win sure. the cup on Vegas ice, like that's a life experience that you're that you're never gonna get in school. You're never gonna learn. You, like that would have been amazing, and it was still amazing to watch it here with my, you know, with my wife and my kids. Mm-hmm. It was a great moment, but it would have been pretty awesome to, to see it in it, person. You know, to see, you know, Ovi lift the cup and the, the primal scream and hand it off to Nick. I mean, just just a great, just, a, you know, it's got to be my best sports memory. How could it not be? Like, I've been yeah. a cap since I was a little kid, you know, yeah, so absolutely. I regret not going. But I've already I've already told my my daughter, I, I've, I've made a pact with her that if Caps ever have a chance to clinch the cup away from Capital One Arena, we're, we're going. going. We're yeah. just going. Nice. We're yeah. dropping everything. What? I don't care what your job is. I don't care <laughs> right. what I'm doing. We're dropping everything, and we're going because I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna miss that opportunity again. So that's, that's, in, your, that's my brain. That's that's a plan that's just ready to go. It's a plug and play. So come on, Caps. Let's make it happen. Let's do that's this. Right. That's that's your daughter. That's your favorite child, right? <laughs> of the three, right? It's all legend. No it's favorite. All legend, right? She is the. She is a mega. I mean, my, my kids are all Caps fans to varying degrees, but she's yeah, the big, she's the like, mega. She's the one with the you know the Cap shrine in her in her bedroom. She's one of the weird, really small subset that loves the Screaming Eagle Caps logo. She oh, loves yeah. it. And, you know, I, love that. I love that logo too. I I I like it with it redesigned with the with the red, white, and blue. That I love. I'm not so crazy about it in the bronze and the black. I mean, and the weird blue. Like, I was never a big fan of that color scheme. Yeah. Uh, but the redesign, I can't buy enough of the gear. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. Just so she's me. she's the one you do have to worry about with the ring, right? She's you know you got to keep keep the you know close eye with her around the ring. She's, oh, I think my kids are, my kids have already been they're already like looking. I mean. They're looking forward toward when my demise happens, and hopefully that's another <laughs> fifty years down the line. Yeah. It's going to be a battle for for this. Yeah, I might, everything. Nothing else matters. I might, I might have to write this one into the will. You know, like you guys, <laughs> like one of you has it for you know, each of you have it for Custody like rights. four months. Pass yeah. it on, and just keep keep passing it along. You know. Yeah. Oh man! So when when they did finally win. And and you talked about missing out on going there, but you still have that euphoria. I remember you coming in that the for the show the next morning, and I think didn't you say you went to Dick Sporting Goods that night? I went here as, as soon as they won, and as yeah. soon as I saw <clears throat> Gary Bettman hand off the cup, and I saw the guys skating the cup for like half an hour. I just I told my daughter I was like, let's hop in the car. We're going to Dick's. Went to Dick's <laughs> in Gaithersburg. Yeah. And I mean, it was open. I mean, they 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 had made it known that if the Caps won, that they were going to be selling Caps gear. Um, I mean, there were there were good amount of Caps fans in that in that building. There were probably 150, 200 people wow. buying wow. gear. I mean, this this is like at 1230, maybe <laughs> right. close to 1 a.m. And I, you know, I. I didn't care what I couldn't have cared less what the prices were. Like the the champs hat that you're wearing, thirty five bucks. Right, right. I bought like four of them, shirts, pennants, everything. I think I think I think I racked up like I don't know four hundred fifty five hundred bucks worth of gear. 
But right. I didn't care. I couldn't have cared less. It could have cost 10 times that because we've been I've been waiting to make that splurge purchase your whole life. My whole life. Yeah. My whole life. Yeah. My whole teenage into, you know, young adulthood into fatherhood life, I was waiting for that purchase. I I couldn't have cared what it cost. Just throw yeah. it all in the in the shopping cart and let's go up and, you know, cuz I wanted to I wanted to wear it the 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 next day. I wasn't I wasn't going to place an order on Fanatics and wait a week. I'm yeah. Right. No, no. No That's chance that happening. was happening. I was wearing it the next day while we were popping champagne on the air. And then now, go ahead, Nathan. No, no, go ahead, Stoner. Oh, I was just going to ask about the parade because the parade was another whole kind of experience for us yeah. as fans. I happen to work right down there. I work in two blocks from uh, Verizon Center. So I was down there for the parade, just kind of checking out the whole scene. But you were in the parade. The junks were riding in the parade. What was that experience like? That's, again, it's another <clears throat> hat tip to uh, another beanie tip to, you know, all, all the you know people at Monumental, guys like Jim Van Stone, you know, a high ranking exec there and Ted and everybody else who included us like. Again, we have no business being in the parade. None. Mm -hmm. We were just broadcast partners. I mean, we had nothing to do with the cup run. We're not part of the team. But I, I think that's kind of cool, you know, a cool aspect of the Capitals and Monumental. It seems it's like a family type of atmosphere. So they wanted to include us. And, of course, we're going to do that. I mean, we're going to get out in front of, I don't know, how many people were there? Half a million? hundred thousand. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Roughly. I mean, it's a thrill. It's a thrill. And generally – Parade, I think parades stink for the most part, unless they're right. sports, unless they're for winning <laughs> cup titles yeah. or winning World Series. Yeah, like a random like Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade with right. floats, I couldn't care less about. But to celebrate the Caps winning, or if Washington football ever gets back on track, you know, like in the glory years and starts winning titles, um, just an amazing honor. Like I, and it was surreal. Just like I look like. We know that our show is not for everybody. We understand. If we get a certain portion of the audience to to get into us and enjoy what we're doing, mm -hmm. it's great. And we've been able to carve a 25-plus-year career out of doing that. So, like, heading into it, we were like, man, are we going to get booed? But, like, people are going to be like, junkies. What, <laughs> what are these guys are these doing, up? doing here? But, I mean, <laughs> I mean there, there might have been a little bit of that, of like, oh, you guys, what are you doing out there? We got a lot of like just great like listener interaction and and pops from the crowd and people were you know seemed like genuinely happy that we were involved with it. and I think it's just I think a lot of that is because like you guys like we've li we've lived the struggle of mm -hmm. the Caps just not fulfilling their promise and getting bounced out of the playoffs and getting tortured by the stupid Penguins and just just falling short. And I think it was just cathartic for people to see us be involved with it because they know that we've covered the team throughout the years and that we're fans of the team and that, you know, I grew up, my dad had season tickets when, you know, like when nobody, when, nobody cared about the caps. Nobody yeah, they were terrible. Yeah. It was, it was all, it would be all Rangers fans, Philly fans, Penns fans coming into, uh, into the old cap center. But then, you know, after a while, they, you know, people started falling in love with the team and it became a different vibe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now it's built into, you know, we know what that home ice advantage is like at Capital One Arena. Oh, uh, yeah. It's great. And the, the town is really bought in. And I just think that the winning the cup really, like, just put them into the mainstream here. And uh, it was a great experience. Would love to, would love to do it again. It, it, it would never get old. I, I'm sure that, you know, like if you maybe if you win 20 cups like the Canadiens, maybe it gets old. But when you got one, you're ready for the next one. <laughs> you are ready. Keep, you're keep ready, ready to get your hands on the next one, you know? Yeah. Well, it's certainly been fun reliving uh, that uh, that particular season. Uh, but what do you figure is what do you think is going to happen this upcoming season? You know, from that fan perspective, what, what do you feel like? What are you embracing for? I think it's going to be kind of fun to see the some of the 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 youth sprinkled in with with mm -hmm. the older core here. You know, like I mean, this 
it's not the best omen when you're heading into the, the opener tomorrow with, with Nick sidelined with the hip issue and, you know, Ovi, you know, is day to day with an injury. So it, it just kind of drives home and look, these guys are not young anymore. And oh, yeah. you're, you're happy to have Ovi in the fold for five more years. And you, we, we all hope that he's able to chase down Wayne Gretzky and get that goal scoring record and help keep this team, you know, relevant in the Metro and keep making cup runs and deep playoff runs. Uh, but it'll be cool to see, you know, if uh, how Connor McMichael has worked in and, you know, how how the young goalie duo uh, works out. I thought it was a coup, by the way, for them to get Vanacek back to mix in with with Sammy for another year. Because, look, I mean, the the, the, the Kraken could have before they got Grubauer. I thought that was a smart move for them to get Vanacek, a young guy mm-hmm. who had some experience this past season. And uh, for McClellan to, to bring him back, to swing a deal where he didn't even have to travel out to Seattle. <laughs> you know, he stays yeah. here. I, I think that helps. It helps, you know, having two young goalies instead of uh, one with, you know, like a graybeard backup who's going to be in for 10 or 15 games. I like the mix of the two young goalies. So I think that's that's one of the exciting things for me is uh, is how the youth is going to mix in with guys like, like Backstrom and Ovi and Oshie. It's a, it's a little bit of an older team. They need some youth injected into it. And so we'll have to see how those guys – pan out yeah well man we really appreciate you coming on the show i know this is not something that you guys like to do too often so we're very honored that you took the time to come out and talk to us and relive and look at look ahead to the next season so we really appreciate it. we won't keep you uh from your two beers that you still uh, have to get to before you hit the sack tonight. So yeah, you do know the show very well. Oh, I got them thank, all. You guys, <laughs> thank you guys again for having me. I appreciate it. If you if you want me to come back at some point, just reach out, just let me know. It's been fun. And uh, look, you guys are, you guys are doing the same, same sort of thing we were doing. We, when we first started, cause you guys are obviously passionate about, you know, not only DC sports, all sports, but you know, keeping it with the caps and the, yeah, you know this fan base. You know that, mm-hmm. that they're you know passionate. They're going to follow you guys. They're going to keep up with us, um, and we're going to try to root the Caps on to another another Stanley Cup. And you know they're going to drop the puck tomorrow, and hopefully uh, Willie gets in a scrum with Ryan Reeves. And, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Get that out of the way. It's nice and chippy from game one. Um, I, I'm I'm ready for the season to start, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. Did they get a victory tomorrow? I've learned my lesson here. Stoner knows this story. I'll I'll part with this story. I can't remember the year, um, but we were invited. I think it was me and might have been JP. I can't remember who it was, but like two of us were invited out to Capital One for a Caps game to do like an an on ice between the periods promo type bit. Um, Is that is that team called the Red Rockers? I don't want. Oh, the, oh, those who do the all the, the crowd, you know, like yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, whatever. So, 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 <laughs> between periods, we're out of like we're right near like the um, right near the team benches. We're getting interviewed, and so, <laughs> so the the woman who's interviewing me, she goes, "So, what do you think happens with the? How does this game turn out?" And <laughs> the Caps are playing the Flyers. Yeah, and yep, they're playing the Flyers. Just, instead of just being like. Hey, stupid, read the room. Okay? Right, right. <laughs> There's 19,000 people here. You just grab the mic and say, this game's awesome. Caps are playing well. Let's go, Caps. Five seconds and you're done. And just like I lost my mind temporarily, and <laughs> I I just gave like a 10-second breakdown of the game. I was like, I think the Flyers are going to win. They're up like 3-1. It's like yeah. the second, we're in the third period. Flyers win. And you booze <laughs> rain down. I was like, mm. oh, what have I done? That was so stupid. <laughs> you're trying to give them, you're trying to be the straight man and yeah, tell them kind of how it is, but that's not what you were there for. That was not, I was there. You're I was there, there to, to be, crowd. I was there to be a Caps cheerleader and I yeah. dropped the ball and I failed <laughs> miserably. So, and how many times have you been back to do that since? <laughs> That's right. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, like, not coming back. back. He's they learned their lesson, huh? He's going to pick the opponent. He's an <laughs> right. idiot, that guy. He's going to turn the crowd against us. 
So, I mean, I've been in a lot of Caps games since, but I've not been out on the ice (laughs) since. And I know why, because I'm stupid. (laughs) Well, we appreciate your kicks for joining us. If I get that opportunity, I'm picking the Caps. Yeah, always. Always. You're on their ice. Of course you'd pick them. (laughs) Yeah. Learn my lesson. Uh, All right, Cakes. Well, we appreciate you joining us. This has been uh, Johnny Cakes Aville from 1067's The Sports Junkie. Appreciate you for joining us here on Ref the District's Washington Capitals season preview. And uh, hopefully they do get that W, even if Cakes doesn't want to predict a victory for us. (laughs) Appreciate you. There you go. Appreciate you, Cakes. You guys again. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Well, that was pretty awesome. That was I know, really, I know really, you're on really cloud awesome. nine. You got another Iron one man. of your one of your, Love your junkies dudes, on there. Man. Love them. Yeah, it's no exaggeration. Like you said, that I, I've listened to every single episode of theirs since 2007. And uh so they're basically uh you know idols. And and as he said, we're kind of doing we're in the same place that they were doing it. We're talking about sports with our boys, and we just happen to be doing it you know, in a public forum. And that's how they started out. And we kind of model ourselves after them a little bit in in terms of, you know, we try to not copy them, but we take cues from them and, and, and see what works for them and see how that can work. They're a successful program for a reason. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Sarah says, Sarah's joining us here on YouTube. I'm on cloud nine and I haven't listened to a single episode. Oh, yeah. C- Cakes is a fun guy and uh, definitely a, a Caps fan. It was cool listening to him relive that season. Yeah. Um, and I agree with him. This, this upcoming season, you have to wonder. I, you know, he talked about how the Capitals had disappointing playoff exit after oh, this so disappointing many. playoff so exit. Many into that particular season where everything just clicks and they end up hoisting the Stanley cup. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been that same story though. Right. Right back to disappointing end of the season. Right. Yep. So you, you kind of hope that this year is another one where they get to turn that around. Maybe this year with that, that youth and, 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 you know, kind of infused with some of those older, more experienced players. However, the capitals still have the third oldest roster. They do. They do. In, in that's the, the, that's worrisome. The league. That's that's so, worrisome. Are are there any of the any of the younger players that you really expect to to stand up this year in in a way that can really bridge the gap for some of these these older players? Well, I mean, you've got Connor McMichael. He's kind of the name. He's there number one pick from a couple of years ago. Um, it wasn't a high pick because they're always a pretty good team and they'll be in the playoffs, but still he was, he's their number one guy. He's been absolutely tearing it up at every level since he got into their organization. He's only 20, 19 or 20 years old. And he's the big name. He's the guy, he's the young guy that's supposed to be the savior. Once this older crew moves on out. But this will be his first time with the big boys to start the season. And I don't know how long he's going to be here. I don't know if he's just here while Backstrom is is hurt. And then eventually he's going to um, make it into the uh, make it into the regular rotation. We'll just ha- kind of have to see about what happens with him and with the other guys, the younger guys. The other guys, I really don't even know how to say their name other than LaPierre. You could say LaPierre pretty easy, but the other guy is Fahervi. Sammy Silver is going to be able to tell us how to how to say that. It, it is going to be a fun capital season <laughs> for me, as yeah. the hockey names are just. We we thought we were going to have some fun just with uh, with some of those Washington football team names, like uh, the the linebacker Jordan K. Uh, but yeah, these hockey names, I I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Um, the goalie situation, you know, Cakes mentioned the the fact that they have the two younger goalies. I yep. like them too. I'm glad that they're sticking with those. I I agree with him. The fact that they were able to get uh, the goal uh, him back for a second rounder. Um, I don't even was it a second rounder? Is that what they had to give up? 
I don't even. Know I want to say it was a second rounder. I, I, I might be right. I, I want right. to say it was a second rounder. It, practically nothing in my eyes. Like I was just like this. Like it just it flipped so quickly. Um, yeah, because this was this was a goalie I think that still has some some promise. Sure, um, and he's and a young guy young. too. They're not old, and is young. Yeah, so I like the fact that they'll have these two these two young goalies going in there uh, and competing. Now, do you think it's a problem? that they don't have uh a number one goalie yeah yeah i don't know goalie is such a such a different animal it's really different than any position in all of sports you can't really explain it you can win a stanley cup with a guy you never heard of that started the season or you can win a cup with the greatest goalie of all time it it's it's hard to say so some have done the rotation. You just go with the guy who's hot. And in fact, in the Stanley Cup run, it, a lot of people don't remember this. In 18, they started off those first two games against Columbus with, I think it was Grubauer, right, who is now going to be the Kraken's goalie. I believe he was their guy because he had played well down the stretch, and Holtby was basically benched. So it was Grubauer the first two games, and then finally in game three they decided – well, we got to change something up here because this isn't working. Let's go back to Holtby. And then Holtby never left the crease after that. He was the guy. He had some amazing games, some saves that like you've never seen before. So it, there, I don't think there's like a – like there is in the NFL, you got to have a quarterback if you're going to win. Like it is in Major League Baseball, you have to have a stud uh, pitcher that's going to help you get through all those game sevens or games ones and game sevens with goalies. And you just never know. It can be somebody you never heard of who can just get hot. So we'll have to see how that works with these two. All right. Well, I'm done talking to you about the big stuff because we're <laughs> going to join our, our professional guests and we're going to let her do all the big talk. In fact, we're going to make her the big special guest here. I want to welcome oh, wow. Sammy Silber editor-in-chief of Washington Hockey Now, and I really do hope, I didn't actually check this before, that I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. You are, one, 100%. Sorry, I was Excellent. having a we're, little we're, bit of a technical difficulties here. Are you good no to worries. go now? Yeah, You're all set? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. We were just talking about how those those hockey names can be difficult to pronounce, and I was just like, as soon as I saw that name, I was just like, man, I didn't think to check that before coming on air today. Uh, Sammy, thank you for joining us here on Ref the District's Washington Capitals season preview. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and where our fans can find you and the content that you produce. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Sammy. Um <laughs> I am the uh, editor-in-chief and lead writer of Washington Hockey Now. Uh, I was very lucky to get the call and appreciate them taking a chance on me, even though I look like I'm 12. Uh, but <laughs> these launched in, uh, we, we launched in uh, June, and it's you know an honor to get to go to the rink and write every day. We're on Twitter at uh, WSH Hockey Now. I can't spell. That's a... Not a red flag. No, that's kind of a prerequisite um, <laughs> for writing, isn't it? And editing, you have to you have to be able to spell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope my boss isn't watching. Uh, and then, <laughs> right. We um, we actually do hope that he'll watch that little part. He'll forgive. He'll forgive that. Yeah, he'll let that oh, go. He'll, he'll love it. He'll love it. Damn, will love it. Uh, and then um, you can find me on Twitter um, at Sammy underscore Silber S I L B E R. Instead of, you know, the V with silver, it's B. So that's rocking gotcha. and rolling, you know. It's fun and, times. And what, vibes, is, you know? what does hockey, Washington hockey now, I mean, it's obviously all about the Washington Capitals. So how long yeah. have you been working with them? And kind of it's, it's kind of like a beat reporter job, right? You're just all about the Washington hockey. How long have you been doing that? Yeah, so... Um, when I was actually, oh, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. When I was in high yeah. school, I didn't know what I want to do with my life. Um, I was like, maybe I'll be a teacher. But then I was like, wait a minute, am I good with kids? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, so <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm like, so maybe I'll try my hand at uh, writing. I've loved hockey since I was nine. I went to a Caps game and there were a bunch of fights. Uh, 
you know, Jose Theodore and net and all that fun stuff. So um, absolutely fell in love with the game and wanted to be a part of it. So when I got to high school, I was like, maybe I'll try my hand at writing. I've written a couple books. Um, so I was like, I'll, I'll try the oh. journalism realm and see if I can do it. And I turned out to be decent at it. Um, so, yeah. you know, worked for a couple blogs through college, um, just soaked in every opportunity I could learn from every single, you know, to sound like a hockey player, learn from every single veteran, but you really do learn from every single journalist you, you know, come to face to face with. And I woke up really early, got on the Metro, got to the rink each and every morning and was lucky enough to earn the respect of my colleagues and get the chance to cover the Washington Capitals live in 2017. Um, I think I was I was like 18 when I started writing about hockey, but I was 20 years old when I first started covering the Caps alive. Wow. Um, got to go to the Stanley Cup final and oh. got an internship, worked with NBC Sports Washington, NBC Sports for a bit, Sporting News. I'd be bopped around um, and, you know, got an opportunity to the sports capital as well. Um, they were the ones who really helped me launch everything and take that step into the professional realm and got very fortunate to to get the call to uh, start watching hockey now on the national hockey now network and i'm just really happy to be here i'm very blessed and very grateful to you know experience oh. it every single day well we we have read some of your stuff and you are very good at it so absolutely oh you thank you spell when writing those articles yeah, so. that's right, oh, that's, right. <laughs> that's good to hear <laughs> so let's get into this this capitals team and let's get into their mm -hmm. roster a little bit we were talking a little bit before you came on uh with johnny cakes allville from 1067 the fan those sports junkies was on before you and he touched on there's there's some new faces this year that we're really not used to right there's some young guys we're used yeah. to being just a completely veteran team and now all of a sudden you've got McMichael and you've got LaPierre and you've got the mm. guy, I can't pronounce his last name. We were trying to do that. Faharavi? Faravari, yeah, yeah, yeah. Faravari. <laughs> all right. See, I won't forget it now. But but are these guys, are these guys the future of this team once the once the OVs and backies and you know, all those guys, once they start aging out, are these the guys or are these just kind of guys who are gonna be there? for a couple of years. I got to tell you, I mean, from the, from the looks of training camp and what we've seen development wise from a couple of these guys over the past year, I really do think that they're a good step toward the future of the Capitals. Like you said, it's been a veteran core for a long time. And that's also semi the plan hanging into this season. Actually, if you look at the opening night roster, the Caps still, you know, are the third oldest team in the NHL by average. Um, mm -hmm. And, but looking at that, I mean, there's still a great mix of youth in there. I mean, McMichael, he was fitting right in. He came off a great summer. He put on, you know, some muscle. He trained with Gary Roberts' performance over the summer. He was telling us that he got to skate with Stamkos and McDavid and learn from those guys. So, you know, you see him come into camp. He's skating with speed. He's showing, you know, why he was a first-round pick. You know, he can get to the net. He knows the high-scoring areas. He has a really good shot. You know, he has a great hockey IQ, so that's talent right there. And then LaPierre, I mean, by far, I think he's been the most impressive kid at Caps mm. Camp, but he's really showing that he can be the future, you know, of of the team as one of the, you know, the big setters. He's, you know, he's 19 years old, but he had a great rookie camp, extremely vocal, you know, taking on leadership role. And every single day, he's always trying to learn something. You know, he was talking a little bit about, you know, TJ Oshie. He's been following him around. I think he said, you know, he hopes that he's not annoying or anything. But he, you know, he works on different game situations. He's trying to work on face-offs, trying to work on tips in front of the net. But the way he skates is so smooth. And the way, you know, that he's confident in himself and he can make these plays. And every opportunity that he gets to step out on the ice, I mean, you see this kid just completely you know, put himself up on the radar. Like, you can't miss him when you're watching. And then with Faravari, I mean, the Cavs have, you know, an incredible arsenal of left-handed D-men, but he's looked really good. He's very, very strong. You know, he's put on a lot of muscle. You know, he's more confident in himself. He was talking 
today with us chatting a little bit about how he feels much more mature. He's, you know, much more confident in his game. He's skating well. He's playing well with John Carlson. He's very aware in both ends. You know, he's moving up, joining the rush, and that's what, you know, they, they want. That's what Laviolette wants to see. Um, so I, I really do, you know, think that he's a big part of the blue line going forward, especially, you know, with everything that's happened with Michael Capney and, you know, seeing Trevor Van Riemsdyk play on the left side, you you need strong left-handed guys to come in and Faravari is one of them. So I really, I really do think these guys are the future. And, you know, let's not forget about, you know, Beck Malenstein, you know, made his first roster mm. too and hard hitting guy, you know, throwing his weight around, coming off a torn Achilles, held him out all last season. And, you know, he, he's killing it. You know, he, he's looked great. He's putting in a lot of effort. So, you know, you're, you're seeing a lot of youth come in and, and these guys look really, really, really good. So a lot of confidence there. That's actually great to hear. I think that, I think that, uh, I think one of the biggest worries for some fans is the fact that they do have that aging core. And one of the worries is that aging core is also injured starting out, you know, this season, how big, is Backstrom's injury going to be to start this season? And you also have kind of OVs banged up and and some other of uh, the other veterans also kind of nicked at this point. Uh, it's a long season. You don't want to see them injured at this point. How big are those injuries right now? Yeah. I mean, you, you never want to see anybody go down like that, you know, and, and it's very reassuring when you have young guys, you know, who are able to step in. Backstrom took the ice this morning a little bit before the optional skate. Um, you know, he wasn't in full gear or anything, and he was, you know, just skating around, getting his legs back, you know, going slowly but surely. Um, we caught up with him at training camp. He didn't skate through camp, but he mentioned, you know, it's it's patience. Um, and, and that's been the message from him and Laviolite. You know, it's a hip injury. It's something maybe that, you know, relates back to that 2015, you know, issue with it mm. and you gotta you you can't rush that you know it's a very 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 you know thing that you need to take time with and there's no point in rushing him back if he's not ready you can't throw him into a situation especially you know if the guy hasn't skated since the start of camp you're not going to throw him in there opening night especially in a game against the rangers which who knows mm. how that's gonna go um, yeah that's that's gonna be interesting yeah, it will for sure. But um, you know, he it, it's it's very good to see him on the ice. Um he, he did say it's more long term than short term. Um and the long term injury reserve obviously he's um gonna be missing I think the earliest he can come back is November six against Philly. Um you, yeah. you need to miss at least ten games when you're on there per the rules. Um as for Ovi, he, he took the ice for optional practice. There were a couple of uh not disappearing acts, but he did, you know, come off the ice and then get back on. Um, it looked like at first he was just trying to get his legs back, you know, just kind of take it slow. And then he was really getting into it. He was practicing those one-timers from the office. He looked pretty dang good. Um, so, um, you know, Lavi didn't really have an answer, definitive answer for us on whether or not he'll play tomorrow. But um, definitely day by day, not a, not a long-term thing. Um, so, so that's a very, very good sign, especially, you know, first year of the new contract, you're working toward a pretty big, you know, milestone, just a teeny one, you know, and, um, <laughs> just one but, of the biggest uh, records in all of sports. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's there. Um, but, but, you know, good sign for him and, and good sign for Backstrom, um, as well, seeing him on the ice. So, um, yeah. that's good. That's good. So I think all positives, but we'll, we'll wait and see. You know, before you came on, uh, Nathan and I were talking about the goalie situation. And we were kind of going back and forth about, is it better to have two pretty good goalies? Or is it better to have your your number one and then your guy who plays 10 games a year? Or somebody who just kind of d- does a spot start here and there. In, in this case, you got two young guys. Are, is that a good thing to have these two young guys and not necessarily have a number one goalie? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> because I mean, their their goaltending is always something I've I've admired, you know, throughout watching 
the game through my life. It, it's just something that, you know, is so ever changing, you know, and you can be a veteran and still be really good or, you know, things can fade away as time goes on. But I really like Washington going with a young tandem. Um, I thought VTech was great last season. You know, I really did. I thought he was certain of very unexpected circumstances. Nobody expected him to really, you know, jump into the throes of the IHL right away. It was going to be, you know, probably Lundqvist, you know, serving as a mentor and kind of a backup to Sammy. And that's obviously unfortunate circumstances led to a huge opportunity for VTech. And I think he really, you know, hit the ground running, I think. He came up huge at times. It's, you know, he, there are still things to work on. There's still, you know, consistency, the rebound control. But, you know, he's worked great in, you know, net. And he's looked good through camp in the preseason, you know. And having a young guy like that who he was an all-star in Hershey and he can translate that over to the NHL level. And he's shown that he can do that. You know, that's why Seattle took him for a week. Um, so Yeah, for a whole know, week. Yeah, he was, he, he was, we were joking, man. He was like, no, like, I, I didn't go up to Seattle. He thought about sending his car there, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> so, so you have, you know, him coming back. And I, I think that he'll really, you know, after a stellar rookie season as one of the top, you know, freshman goalies in his class, he'll come in with a really good season. Then you have Sammy, you know, who, same name as me, you know, it's creates some oh, confusion. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's got, he gets some points. But, uh, no, it's 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 funny. Every time someone says Sammy, I like turn my head and like no nobody's nobody's talking, <laughs> nobody's talking to you, to you know. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Um, but no, I mean Sammy, you know, signed a bridge deal this summer, which is kind of like, well, prove it, you know. And I think he's shown a lot of good signs. He's feeling good. It's injuries that have really gotten in the way of a lot of the development, I think, and not so much the development, more the chance to really, you know let me show you what I have for an extended period of time. You know, you saw the mm. COVID protocol last year and all that stuff down the stretch, but I thought he looked really good in that series against Boston. Um, you know, and I, I don't go too much into the, into the stats, you know, I try not to be like, Oh, well, the goals against average. Like I, I really like to look at the play. Um, the stats, you of course, you just are, use are the old, sign. the old eye test, right? Yeah, I do. You know, I, I wear glasses. Don't worry. Um, but I'm not wearing them now. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it, it is very good to get the visuals. I think you, you get mm -hmm. a much better sense of who the players are, you know, not just on the ice, but off the ice. You know, you see the confidence in these young guys and, and genuinely there. And both of them have something big to prove this season. And with that being said, when you have two guys who want something so bad and it's going to be a competition, but it's also going to be a joint effort you know, you, you're, you're really good shape there. Um, so I think them running with this two goalie system and relying in the, you know, youth again, you know what I mean? Both these guys coming in healthy, coming in 100% and, and feeling good. So I, I think we'll see a lot from them this season. I'm, I'm expecting a lot. All right. Well, I mentioned it's a long season, but where do you think Washington ends up at the end of the season? What, what's the season looking like right now? You guys are asking the good questions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Seriously. Hey, we, we bring it. We bring it, Sammy. When you yeah. come on this show, you no. better be ready, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I love this. I'm loving this. Um, I'm, I'm seeing good things. I, I really am. And I, I'm not just saying that. I mean... A lot, a lot of camp looked really promising. I mean, I, I really think we'll see a new look Kuzets off this season. He's looked absolutely incredible. Um, he came into camp in great shape. He's been skating well. You know, he, he wants to be mentally present. And I think that he is mentally present. Um, and that right there will be huge, especially with Baxter, Matt. You need, you need a guy like Kuzi to, to, you know, come in and step up. Um, you know, same goes for Lars. You know, he absolutely mm -hmm. looks phenomenal i thought he was great in the preseason getting his legs back and you know that'll that'll be key there's there's still areas to clean up you know there needs to be consistency i think the power play definitely needs some work i think that's something that they're still trying to work on and improve on but i think you know it's just a matter of still adapting to you know different systems especially this laviolette second year you know it's and it's his first year really without I mean, there's still COVID, it's still very real, but you're not as strict with, you know, the protocols, thankfully, because mm. of the vaccine, right? So you get more 
hands-on time with the players. You get to see them, you know, in the room. You're not Zoom calling and doing video walkthroughs. You're on the ice with them and you're really getting to know them. So um, that being said, and also seeing the youth and what they want to prove, I, I really think that, that we'll see a lot from this team this year. Um, you know, hopefully we'll also see, you know, guys like Kempney who, you know, are still working to come back, to, you know, from their injuries down Hershey, you know, see them improve as well. So, so throughout the organization, you're, you're really seeing a lot of guys get the chance to really prove something. Um, so I disagree with John Scott. Um, I don't know if he's listening, but yeah, I, I think, I think this can remain a, a playoff team. I'm, I'm not too concerned about that, especially, you know in the metro it's a physical it's a physical division you know everybody's aware everybody knows it yeah that fourth line's doing well um i i think you're going to see a good team this year excellent love to hear it and we'd love to hear from you sammy uh this is sammy silver editor-in-chief of washington hockey now uh here with us on ref the district's washington capitals season preview thank you sammy for joining us here yeah. today we hope to have you on again as the season progresses talking more capitals oh i'm invited back awesome all right oh yeah, of course yeah, yeah, you're fantastic oh thank you oh this is so rewarding <laughs> my dog's like looking at me she's like you did good mom uh no thank <laughs> you guys thank you guys so much for having me um but yeah i mean big game against the rangers tomorrow so amazing excited for that one Absolutely. did they get the w i think so um right. i I'm, I'm not biased but i mean with the which with the matchups i'm seeing and the mentality i'm seeing from the team it'll it'll be a gritty one but i i think the caps will will pull through i don't have a final score prediction because i'm not good at math but yeah i i think i'm good with letters you know so so let's go with w <laughs> that's good Doug, guys. <laughs> nice. all right well we appreciate sammy you heard it here first sammy's predicted a victory all right thank you again that's sammy silver from washington hockey you, now guys. you can catch her out on twitter at sammy underscore silver and at washington hockey now which is at w a s h hockey now it is actually quite difficult to get that out there so uh, hey. Props for her to like, moving us around here, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was our Washington Capitals preview season preview. And well, course, I, I do want to hear. I, I do want to hear you like your prediction for this for the season before we. Go. I, I I agree with Sammy. I think that this team still has it in them to to make it to the playoffs. My biggest concern is the fact that the veteran core is already starting off injured. And that's why I asked mm. that question, right? Like this is a mm. long season. Hockey is a very physical sport and these guys are not young. And so the fact that they're starting off uh, already, you know, kind of banged up, I want them to get healthy. So that way they can be there and push towards, uh, towards the postseason, I don't know how far they can go in the postseason. Yeah. I, I was very happy to hear from people who are more experienced with hockey than I am that those those younger players are stepping up, right? I like to hear that. I like to hear that you have them looking to take on some of those leadership responsibilities. I like to hear that they are getting it, that they're you know making those moves that they need to. So how about you? Yeah, I... I think all of that makes a lot of sense. There, they have a, a nice mix of youth and experience, and it, like you said, it's all about the injuries. Last year, they were rolling into the playoffs. They were they were they were on fire, and what happened? Ovi got dinged up. Oshi was dinged up. Uh, Lars Eller was dinged up, and I believe uh, Carlson was really dinged up. And when you say dinged up for a hockey player, these are serious injuries. They will play through some of the most gruesome injuries. I remember a couple of years ago when uh, when they were making a run and they got knocked out, and uh, Ovi was. They were saying, you know, he had a lower body body injury that he was playing through, and then they showed pictures of him, and he had his the back of his leg was completely purple and yellow from his calf all the way up to his buttocks or whatever you want to. I guess I said it up to his butt. So it was so nasty looking and he could barely walk, but he would get out there and he would try to play. So it's injuries, injuries, injuries for this team because they are mostly a veteran older team. 
All right. Well, we'll see where the team goes. Of course, you'll hear more from us as the season progresses. We'll be back tomorrow live at 7 p.m. as our normal time. We're going to be doing a preview for the Washington football team. You can catch us 7 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You can also catch us on your favorite audio platform, wherever you want to listen to. And we're sponsored by Pacers Running Stores. Catch them at one of their six locations located in the district or northern Virginia, or check them out at runpacers.com. For every run, Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. Jazzy, my lovely wife, has her virtual fitting this evening looking oh, forward to like that. in about That's an hour right yeah yeah in about an hour we're really looking forward to seeing how that goes uh and wizards preview next week 7 p.m check that one out and until next time i'm nathan perry and that's the stoner trev wasn't with us this time he's hiding out backstage right now but until next time be a fan be a fan we love Washington, uh-huh, and we saw them die hard fans, yeah, we are. you know we keep it on 10, one, I talk about two, the one, two, three, defense. let's go, and they gifted, we are ref the district, oh, that's the podcast. come on now and join us, you join us.